Hey, thanks for watching this video at the ProPilot Playbook Podcast. We, we want to invite you to go to our website, ProPilotPlaybook.com, and check out our free exclusive video. This video is hot. Yeah, this is a special little thing we put together, loaded with all some really good tips, tricks, hacks, and shortcuts. Going to save you a lot of money. Could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you're in flight training or thinking about it, you need to watch it. ProPilotPlaybook.com. Check it out. Hello, aviators, and welcome back to the Pro Pilot Playbook Podcast. I'm Sean Ritchie. And I'm Mike Martin. And we're here to bring you another great episode where we get you all the tips, tricks, hacks, and shortcuts to get you into the cockpit of a jet faster and cheaper. This week's episode is, uh, you know, we get, we get, uh, <laughs> this comes up a lot as pilots. You know, folks are asking, they'll, it's one of the common questions. So you guys fly for free and Mike and I are both corporate pilots. So it's a little different for us, you know, and we're going to get into the differences of the benefits of what an airline pilot gets versus what a corporate pilot gets, but it's all good. No matter what kind of pilot you are. Yeah. Yeah. This is such a great topic. I mean, we woke up, it's early this morning and uh, you know, we're excited doing this video and, and honestly it's a, it's a big part of uh, a career in aviation. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to share this information for today. Actually, Mike, you know, it, it's the perfect subject for the podcast to, uh, why don't you uh, just go ahead and tell the viewers what kind of hidden benefit you just ran into on this trip you're on? Cause you're obviously <laughs> not at home. It looks like you're in the hotel room. So, you know, uh, uh, you, you will talk about two things here, you know, how fun the actual trips can be that you're actually on um, and then how you can, you know, use those that information that you gather and things like that to, 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 to you know, aid in your vacation, so to speak. But, yeah, you know, uh, I'm on a business trip to Chicago and, uh, 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 you know, we come here quite often with my company. So I've, I've honed in, you know, the uh, the places to stay and what to do here um and uh uh you know chicago is such a great city and there's uh so many great properties you can stay at um and you know they each have their unique things and and th this one that i actually found that i told uh told you about and, and yeah. you actually stayed in it's called yeah the hilton sable house and this hotel is incredible it's actually um on navy pier so most i think a lot of people here are probably familiar with uh with chicago uh but this is my new spot maybe i'll so drop it, a picture if you're watching this on yeah, YouTube, maybe i'll drop yeah. a picture of what navy pier is and point out where this hotel is yeah, yeah. i yeah. actually got to bring my wife up on that trip you were just there and you told me about this hotel and the owner of the jet let me and the co-pilot bring our wives up oh, so man. i i had a little uh, one night, two day vacation in Chicago, right when that NASCAR race was going on that oh, yeah. city, that downtown race they had through Chicago, the city race. Um, so it, it yeah, it, 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 go ahead with what you're about to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, cooler. so the, the pier is really long. There's an amusement park on it and all that stuff at the very end of the pier. There was a, uh, it was, they were telling me the history was a glass, a stained glass museum. And um, Hilton bought it about two years ago and then just rehabbed the whole thing. 
And it, these this building is like right, it kind of cantilevers over the side of the pier. So you feel like you're in a boat. I mean, it's crazy. You're, you're laying in bed and then the boats are going by and it's it's literally like a cruise ship. And it has kind of a, a nautical theme. Everything's boats and stuff. In, incredible. So, so, you know, I found this great property and then sometimes you just hit the weekend just right. So it's a beautiful summer day, 70, it was 78 yesterday for the high. Uh, just happens it's the Chicago Air and Sea Show. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I saw the Thunderbirds yesterday and, oh, uh, and then, and then, you know, Saturday night. So the city of Chicago in the summer puts off fireworks uh, uh, on the lake uh, on Saturday nights. So I got a view right out of my window, spectacular fireworks. They had live music down here. Um, um, and then <laughs> it's funny. It's, I wasn't going to, I didn't even tell you about this. So uh, I, I bought an electric scooter. You see it back there. See that? Back there. Oh, I'm such a I dork. Do, I do yeah. see it there. Yeah. You yeah so while, I got, while you were there I, or you brought it up there with you? I brought it up, you know. But I, so my new thing, my big hobby now is electric bikes. And I've got some foldable ones that I've, I brought on trips and it's so fun. It, you know, bring them out to Colorado and you can drive them up in the mountains. And I, I don't want to bore the viewers with it, but it, it, if you haven't tried an electric bike, it's, I had a guy tell me, he goes, once you try Bionic, you could never go back. Yeah. <laughs> but, you're getting all into it, the electric stuff. You need to start investing in uh, oh, yeah. and palladium and all those rare metals. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And you're right, man. The cobalt mines. So I, um, I, I, t I had them out in Colorado. I mean, up in Michigan, uh, uh, Colorado was awesome driving them up in the mountains because you you don't have to care about the hills bozeman out there with the uh dutton ranch <laughs> uh i had oh, a yeah. bike out there i saw some bears and, and then I, I i yeah yeah and i didn't realize you feel invincible on electric bike but the bears can actually run so fast but i won't <laughs> bore you with all that but then you know it is heavy and it's it's a lot of you know if we have a lot of luggage from the customers and stuff it, it, it is a it's a, it's not an easy thing to travel. It's not good for Uber. You know, I got a folding electrical bike, um, but you know, it, it it's not good to put an Uber and all that stuff. Right. So uh, I was like, ah, I get it. So I got this Segway folding scooter, and it's great, man. I've been burning it up, man. So Segway's making scooters now, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. They're cheap, man. Yeah, yeah. And you, know, you could just throw it. Was it go like thirty miles an hour, twenty? Nah, no, nah, like the fifteen. You could get them to go, you know, forty or something. You know, it's all kinds of crazy. Yeah. But uh, but no, it's great. You know, actually, so I was in an Uber coming downtown, and all the roads are closed because of the uh, uh, air show. And then I just let the lady drop me off, and then I just took the scooter in. She thought <laughs> I was crazy. Like, what is this guy doing? You're just scooter but, uh, pulling your rollerboard behind it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Exactly. The rollerboard fit right on the front of the scooter. So, yeah, I, I'm telling the world what a dork I am. But anyway, it is a lot of fun, you know. Uh, so had the, went to the beach, the air show here, all this stuff. Um, um, but but the point I'm making is uh, several things. So I get to test out all of these um, places. And then when you actually go on vacation, you already know what to do. You know where to go. Uh, you've seen so much, you know, where to stay. And then we're, we're all always talking to other pilots in the industry on, hey, you sure. know, where's the best place to stay? Hey, when you're in, uh, you know, San Diego, what do you guys do or what hotel do you like? And and there's actually a lot of pilot groups online, Facebook groups and stuff. Guys are posting, hey, this is where you stay. This is what to do. Um, so you really get a lot of insider information on on where to go and what to do. 
Um, we should remind that, the viewers, though, right now, you are technically working. You are not on vacation with all <laughs> everything you just rambled through. You are at work right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sure, sure beats uh, maybe roofing or something like that. So, yeah. uh, uh, and then you mentioned, so, you know, some companies will allow, you know, these are corporate companies, will allow you to bring you know, your friends or family on the airplane occasionally. Um, sure. A lot of them, but most of them, you know, the airlining thing is fine. So what you can do, so say you have a great uh, trip like this. I was just and, about to uh, say this exact thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're, you can touch on bringing the people on the plane because mm -hmm. I don't really do that. But, um, you know, I, my family lives in Cincinnati and we have done this where they'll just drive up and meet me here. And then, you know, I'm already here and, and, and the, uh, a lot of the expenses are paid for um, and they'll, they'll stay or, you know, they can jump on a flight. You know, if it's Florida, there's right. all these discount airlines. You're going to be, you know, you got a, uh, a business trip to Miami. Uh, you know, I think most places in the U.S. you can fly to Miami for like thirty nine dollars. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you, you just have your family meet you there on the airlines and then, uh, you know, you get to double up. And, and really, uh, everybody wins because, you know, you're on a work trip, uh, your family gets to go, there's a little bit of a discount. The company and the corporate world, uh, they they, they kind of like it because you're not taking off another time to do a separate vacation. You're, you're kind of maximizing your benefit to the company where, uh, you know, uh, you, you, you're, you're using work time and vacation time simultaneously. So really, yeah. really everybody wins. Yeah. You can also do the same thing. I, I This is what I thought you were going to say. When I flew for the yeah. airlines, I was flying for a uh, unnamed airline out of Atlanta. And one of the, it wasn't, it wasn't the big D. It was uh, <laughs> one of the regionals, one of the regionals. But anyway, um, I had a nice trip. I had finally got to the point where I could hold a line that I liked. And I had a nice trip out to Corpus Christi for, uh, we had two nights out there and my wife, uh, came down and she flew out to Corpus on the jet. I on the airliner I was flying and did the trip with me. So there's still ways to do this, um, you know, bringing your family along and not paying, which we're gonna get yeah. into. We're gonna get into right now. Let's uh, yep. let's talk about some of the benefits of the 121 world, which is airlines. I mean, we've done this. We've explained just a quick little ten seconds here. Uh, we've explained this in uh, a few of our videos, the different slivers of the industry. There's the 121, part 121 world, which is airlines. Those are your Deltas, United, American, all that kind of stuff. Also FedEx and UPS. And then there's the 135 world, which is charter, uh, which is unscheduled. Uh, basically, it's like a taxi cab, but there's still a lot of, uh, you know, or limo service. There's still a lot of requirements and regulations around all that. It's kind of like the same as the airlines, the 121 world, except 135 is unscheduled. It's not the same city pairs every day, each week or whatever. And then there's what Mike and I do, which is corporate or private. And that's part 91. And those regulations of, you know, how long the pilot can work, how much rest he needs, um, the, the, are all relaxed or not even there. And then there's, there's right. also relaxed things with the maintenance that's required on the aircraft and things like that. So anyway, in the 121, Oh, before we get into this folks, if you're watching this, we, Mike and I don't, we don't do this a lot. 
it, we need to start doing it more and maybe we yeah, try to the videos. Annoying. <laughs> yeah, I know. And everybody does it, but you know, if you're getting value from our videos, if you've been here more than, you know, a couple of times and it, whatever, you know, help other people find us, you know, this is a little passion project for us and um, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. You know, it helps out yes. with algorithms and um, helps other people, you know, find us on YouTube. And yep. uh, yeah, you don't yeah, have to be great. Yeah. I mean, there's also the bell button if you want to be notified when we, but I don't know if you don't want that annoying stuff, at least hit the subscribe button. So it pushes us up a little bit in the, uh, yeah. Even if you don't like this video, but you liked another one like this one, because sure. it helps the whole channel. Right. <laughs> we really appreciate it. And it, and it helps motivate us to create more content. Right. So, yeah. So yeah. let's get into the benefits of 120, the 121 world, the airline world. And yeah, the one of the biggest, baddest benefits there is is the flight benefits. As an employee of an airline, even if you're a reservation person, you know one of the people you talk on the phone when somebody calls the eight hundred number, you get flight benefits, and you call it's called non-revving, uh, non-revenue travel, or uh, some people call it's basically space available travel. So there's an internal company website you can go on. You can list yourself on a flight and you can see the loads uh, so you can make a good choice. You know, obviously you wouldn't want to book a flight or, you know, choose a flight that's oversold um, if you're trying to go on vacation or something. But, uh, you know, you can go in there and you can choose a flight and then you go to the airport and uh, you wait. And after the plane loads, they let the employees get on the airplane in the empty seats. And I'm, oversimplifying it a little bit, but that's basically what happens. But it's not just you as the employee, your spouse, your children. Um, you also get other things uh, called buddy passes. So many of them a year or a quarter or you know, twice a year or whatever. Every airline does that different. But these buddy passes can be given to anybody, you know, um, in distant family members or friends, your neighbors, whatever. And all these things are flying under different priorities. Obviously, an employee is going to get a seat before somebody flying on a buddy pass would. But uh, this is a valuable thing It that uh, it's huge in our industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I, I used to fly for a, a corporate operator that was affiliated with an airline. So we did get flight benefits. So I did a lot. Um, some tips on that. Obviously, it's space available. So, you know, there can be stress associated with it. But there's also some, you know, obviously, if there's not enough seats and you go somewhere and you, you could have difficulty getting back. But with the software nowadays, you can really see the loads and, and you can have a good idea of what you're getting into before you get into it. Um, so it works really well. And then the less people you travel with, like if you're trying to travel with a family of five or six people can be more yeah. difficult. But if it's just you and your significant other, um, it makes it much easier. And if it's just you trying to go somewhere, right. uh, tell them about the, the that's that's seat. That's a good point. I was just about to say that. So yeah. if it's just you and you are an air crew member, uh, a pilot, actually, more specifically a pilot, uh, I remember, you know, back when I was flying for the airlines, my whole family and you know, some relatives, it was down in, we were, everybody was down in Sarasota and I had to work and I was trying to get down there. I was non-revving to get down there and the flight was full. Well, nobody was in the jump seat. These airliners have something called a jump seat and it's a third seat in the cockpit. It's used for 
evaluation by maybe a check ride. It, it slides out of the wall and folds down. It's got a seatbelt on it. There's even a headset connection there next to it. But you sit usually, depending on the airplane, some airplanes are bigger and they got different setups, but most airliners, it comes out, slides out of the wall, folds down. You sit in between the captain and the co-pilot and uh, you can ride up front in the cockpit behind the locked door. And that's exactly what I did to get to Sarasota. That flight was full and uh, I got done with work. I was planning on airlining down or non-revving down, but I just left my uniform. You have to be in uniform. I left my uniform on and, uh, and back then, I don't know now they've changed some of the rules and every airline probably does it different. But back then I didn't even list myself as a non-rev on the flight. You literally walk down the gate and you talk to the captain of the airline of the airplane and you say, how's it going, sir? I'm trying to get down to Sarasota. Do you mind if I ride in your jump seat? And, uh, you know, it's there's this whole polite, um, unwritten rule on on how you handle that as a pilot. And uh, of course, he let me let me ride with him. And we went up front and closed the door. And it was a it was a pretty cool ride in a, a cockpit of a 757. So, oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the things that is kind of cool too about, uh, um, flying standby is, um, that I miss a little bit is the flexibility. So, um, you, let's say you don't have a ticket. So let's say you're going to, you know, meet your buddies in Fort Lauderdale or Vegas or something. Um, you could, you could non rev out there and you're planning on leaving in three days. But if you're having a really good time, you might stay four days, right? Um, uh, sure. Or you might stay five. Um, if it's raining and uh, you're really hungover or something, you want to go home <laughs> early. You you, you just uh, you just go home, right? Because you're not you, you have that flexibility to get sure. on really any flight at any time. So yeah, it's incredible. Um, we would uh, sometimes go one place, and then you know maybe you're planning on being there a week, and then you're like, ah, go somewhere else. Uh, try you know, we've, we've worn this place out. Let's go somewhere else, you know, and you just look at the schedule on what's, what the flights are doing and, and hop on and do something else. So yeah, it is. Um, now if you're trying to go to really popular places during really popular times, <laughs> I it gets, it gets difficult. difficult. Yeah. This was really funny. Uh, I remember in an orientation with that job, uh, first day, uh, uh, they're explaining the flight benefits and stuff. And, and, uh, 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 one of the guys in the class is like, that's awesome. I'm going to nod rep to the Super Bowl." Yeah. And I'm like, well, no. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> I think you're doing that. You know, now, now if you want to, no. if you want to go to Tulsa and watch right. the Super Bowl that's yeah. in Miami, you'll, you'll be able yeah. to get there really. Easily. If you want to go to yeah. Cedar Fall, Iowa, Iowa on a Wednesday, <laughs> you're set. <laughs> you're set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, bring all your friends. So no, that's really cool. Um, yeah. So, the, but it's not all you know. As far as flight benefits, it's not all doom and gloom for the uh, the Part ninety one world, the corporate world that no. Mike and I live in. I don't know, Mike. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So I mean, I could go on and on. I don't want to bore the viewers, but um, um, the, 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 you know, and you're the king of this, Sean. So I'll let you yeah, start off. With I, this. Well, but, yeah. So I, the, the, I, the yeah. flight. The, so you have to fly on the airlines as a corporate pilot. All you the time. Have, well, I yeah. do all the time. Yeah, you're meeting up with planes or you're swapping out crew members. I actually got to be on, on a, a flight here in about four hours. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up so, to Jersey so to go get a jet, yeah. Right. 
So you're riding on airplanes constantly on the airlines for all different hosts of reasons. The company is buying those tickets. When the company buys the tickets, you receive points for those tickets. So uh, uh, talk, talk to them about that. Yeah, I am, you know, and I was just, we were, I was just kind of, I was flying with this new co-pilot training him up and I'm explaining mm-hmm. this all to him. And, you know, this is an older gentleman, but he flew for right. the, uh, Kentucky. He was the pilot for the Kentucky state police his whole career. And, uh, he's not as familiar with this and, uh, we're sitting eating a steak and he's like, what, why are you always so concerned about, you know, the points? It actually, it, we were at Outback and now they have a point system. So I'm giving the waitress my phone number so I can get my points for the steak, you know? So when I'm eating at Outback with my family, <laughs> I can get the $20 off, you know, the meal the next time, you know, collect. And I told him, I'm like, Carrie, it's because I am a points whore. Everything that has to do with (laughs) sky miles or points or credits or whatever, um, hotel points, rental car points, it extends across the industry. Um, And, you know, it adds up over the course of the year. And every year, you know, there's probably a good, at least a week, if not a week and a half to two weeks of vacation time, I'm getting with my family for free because I play it somewhat smart and I try to stick with one brand. If I'm airlining, I'm on, uh, I'm on the big D I'm on Delta. So talk about that specifically. So what, what kind of perks do you get as you accumulate miles on Delta? Yeah, so it's not just my everybody knows miles equal free flights. Absolutely, but it's not just that. You, the reason why I want to stay with one airline and it breaks my heart if I got to sit on an airline that doesn't say Delta on it because you collect status. And that status is key. And uh I missed Diamond for this year on Delta, which is the top tier, but I'm a platinum, which is one below. As you get status, you accrue points faster. And then there's upgrades involved. Like I I would say one out of every three flights I take, I'm sitting in first class on Delta. But I didn't pay for first class. I paid for the cheapest coach ticket they got and I right. get upgraded because I got status. And uh, you know, that trip that I take, if it was you know, worth 1200 miles to the average person who doesn't have any status because I'm a platinum that tw- I would actually get, I don't know what it is. I'm making this up more. Yeah. 1700 miles instead of 1200 miles because my miles crew differently. Uh, right. I also use the Delta, you know, American express cards uh, to mm-hmm. purchase the mm-hmm. ticket with. So that not only did I get the miles for the purchase, but because it says Delta on that credit card, I get a bonus. Um, so all this stuff starts adding up. And, uh, you know, I was talking about that trip to Hawaii a few episodes back that, you know, we took United out there because it was we couldn't resist. It was too good of a deal. I forget ex- the exact details, but we flew Delta home and burned miles to get back, you know, uh, all, you know, all four of us and my family. Uh, and that's a that's a those tickets would have been thousands of dollars. Right. I mean, that, yeah, right, but, right. You got you know the, yeah. There's other things with that. You know, to stick on the Delta status thing. Um, even on that day that the flight is super full, and this is kind of an important one. Uh, you know, the flight's completely full. Maybe if it's an oversold, they're making announcements, wanting volunteers to not get on the plane um, because of my status. I'm boarding. Just something as simple as boarding before everybody else. 
to make sure you got that overhead bin space and you end up with some leg room because your stuff isn't stashed underneath the seat in front of you. You know, something as simple as that makes a huge difference when you're the guy that's on an airliner two or three times a week. So tell me when you're in LaGuardia and there's thunderstorms and I'm uh, and the average person is all uh, hunched over trying to get uh, comfortable in those uncomfortable uh, uh, terminal seats with the armrests and what are you doing? You're in, you got your smoker's jacket on, like you're uh, at the masters and you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're what are you? I'm usually up front with a fancy drink in my hand before they even push back from the gate. But the lounge all tell about spread the lounge. out, baby, in a big leather. <laughs> tell them about, tell them about the lounge, the lounge. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> this is also important. Uh, I'm about to be, I'm about to be in the lounge here just a little bit. They used to call it the Crown Club Delta. Now it's the Delta Sky Club. But this is a mm-hmm. separate area from the airport. All the airlines, Americans got one. I think they call it the Admirals Club. United has one. Uh, maybe that's the, I don't know. It, all the majors have one. Uh, but it's a private area in the airport you go in. And it's, everything's clean. It's not like the rest of the general public area in the airport where everything's coated with a layer of grease and, you know, garbage <laughs> laying everywhere. And it, it, this is all fancy first class stuff. And, uh, you know, there's nice music playing in there. There's free food, hors d'oeuvres, snacks, or even full on meals. Um, there's a bar with gratis drinks, uh, as much as you want to drink. It's uh, there for free and um, all that. I mean, even right down to the seats, uh, you know, it's all nice. Those pods, you can sit in those pods. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's but if you want to get some rest, there are some back rooms. If you're doing business, there's like carpeted little cubicle things, you know, so your voice isn't carrying across the room while you're on doing business on the phone. Um, It's set up very nice. It's and all the big airports have these. and yeah, I, I'm, uh, <laughs> I love that club. I'm in there. all. Oh time. man, man, man. So, yeah. So, um, the flying, that's a huge perk. And then, and then, uh, probably the biggest though, of, of, of anyone that travels is the hotel points. So, sure. um, what, what a lot of people don't know is, is, I mean, if you don't stay in a lot of hotels, um, so there's two monopolies in the hotel business. There's the Coke, I always say uh, Coke and Pepsi of the hotel world. That's the best way to describe it, I think. Yes, yes. Uh, there's Hilton and Marriott. Now, what's confusing uh, if you don't stay in a lot of hotels, you think of the big Marriott Hotel or the big Hilton Hotel, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's some of those around here. But actually, they all have like 30 brands under that net. So, you know, right. the Marriott has the Courtyard by Marriott. And then, you know, they, they bought Starwood, who also owns Sheraton and uh, the Gaylord Hotels and all of that. And then Hilton has, you know, the Hampton Inn and all of that. So there's a huge network of brands. So between those two companies in every city, there's there's every single overnight, there's one of those products. Sure. Uh, and it's yeah. the same thing here, just like the airlines. I was saying I try to only stay on Delta. You know, uh, for years and years and years, I'd only stay at Marriott. And uh, that's how you get your status. And when I say yeah. it's not just your, your status lets you accrue points faster which gets you free nights in a hotel. Actually, the reason why I went with Marriott back then was Hilton was only letting you use your points for hotel stays. But Marriott, Mike, I don't know if you remember this, and this was this was 
in in uh, internet infancy, I guess, or it wasn't as good as it was now. Smartphones were definitely not in everybody's pocket back here back then. But Marriott had this Sears catalog of stuff you could yeah. buy with your Hilton points. You could nice get stuff. yeah, nice stuff, bicycles, golf clubs, DVD TV. players. Uh, you could they had a riding lawnmower in there in that catalog. <laughs> you could use hotel points to get a riding lawnmower, and so I was hardcore Marriott back then. So much so that um, I just switched to Hilton uh, two years ago after I attained lifetime platinum status, which is the highest. They just changed their whole structure once they became Bonvoy now. Now it's a they have a level called ambassador, which is nobody's unless you're like renting out one of the conference rooms at conference hall. It's all about how much money you spend. Platinum, in my mind, is still now they call it titanium. That's still the highest and I'm a lifetime titanium. So I could never stay at another Marriott my entire life. And when I walk in the door, they're still going to roll out the red carpet for me. And it's not just points. There's upgrades. So when I check into one of these hotels, I usually say something like, hey, you got any, uh, especially when I'm in a downtown property, you know, I'm staying in downtown Chicago, home of Marriott. You know, I'll ask them, hey, you got any uh, upgrades for a lifetime titanium? You know, and that's how you end up. Oh, in the, yeah. That's how you end up yeah. in the main man suite with the double door entrance, you know, with four TVs right. in the room and hot tub. And, you know, it's but uh, yeah, I, I got that here. It depends on the, the occupancy of the hotel. So I'm in a normal room right now. But uh, uh, if it's funny because we filmed there that uh, Porsche Lippincott video, if, if nobody's watched that, the jet mechanic video, I, I filmed that here. And yeah. uh, I had a huge room and, and then my backdrop looks like uh, I'm in the lobby of, or uh, the living room of some super oh, yeah. expensive home. Yeah. It's all yeah. glass. Yeah. That corner room you had. Yeah. That, right. Oh, you also get uh, another perk of these hotels and I interrupt, interrupted you, Mike. I'm sorry. No but uh, oftentimes uh, with status at these hotels, they'll throw in a free breakfast or at least a food voucher for so many, so much money you can spend at the restaurant. And uh, one of the, one of the huge benefits that I love using all the time is the early and late checkout. It is critical in our job. Like Marriott, for example, you can check in as early as 10 a.m. as long as there's a room clean. And here's the one I love. You can check out as late as 4 p.m. and they can't tell you no. Even if they don't have the cleaning staff to clean the room and they got to burn the the res on the other end for the night, they can't refuse you and you can be in that Marriott till 4 p.m. That's great. That that's that's really helpful. Yeah, especially if you're you have a trip after dinner or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Or if you're out uh, uh flying late and you really want to sleep in, you know. Sure. That's that's super helpful. But yeah, I've been to some incredible uh uh Hilton properties on vacation for free because of these programs. I know I, I stayed the best one was that uh Hilton uh, Grand Walea in Maui, uh, which yeah. fortunately wasn't part of that Lahaina fire, but uh, that, oh, that, 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 it's that okay. That, that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's two areas, the newer area called Walea, and that's where the real Mac Daddy hotels were. But yeah, I stayed there for a week. I mean, God, I don't know what that would have cost, probably, you know, seven grand or something. The Waldorf sure. Astoria there on points. Uh, yeah. There's some sweet hotels in Nashville. There's a yeah, down, Waldorf, downtown. Yeah. Inn. The Waldorfs yeah. are now uh, Hilton. They bought that. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Florida Keys. I've used a bunch of hotel points down there where, I mean, any, you know, they don't have blackout dates. So 
Um, you know, I, I know I went to, uh, the Florida Keys for Christmas and, you know, the, the rooms down there can be ungodly. Uh, so, so everybody goes, oh yeah, I, you know, I, I go to, uh, the Keys or the Caribbean and, and I, uh, uh, you know, and it's two or $300 a night. Uh, but you go like in the summer. If you try to go on December twenty fifth and stay till January third, right. anywhere yeah. warm, I mean, yeah. you could you could spend thousands of dollars a night. You know, sure. So you can you use because that's when everybody wants to go because everybody's off between Christmas and New Year's and they all want to get a suntan, right? For right. So you can you can use points for that where you normally a normal person couldn't afford those rooms. I mean, they're they're un, uh, ridiculously expensive. You know? I got to so, tell you though, that is. Mike, that is, and I know you know what I'm talking about, but that is like the greatest vacation ever because all that Christmas stress is done and over yes. with. Running away the morning of December 26th to a beach is the greatest feeling <laughs> a human being can experience. I would 100%, 100% agree, which is why every single person with a private jet flies on right, December 26th. Exactly. And you'll get uh, flow control issues uh, right. uh, leaving anywhere cold going to Florida or the Caribbean on December 26th. Uh, we, we keep uh, pump, uh, bumping our departures up earlier and earlier uh, because every, what, well, let me ask you this. What time would you like to leave if you owned a jet on December 26th? Uh, well, 10 a.m. Yeah, wrong. That's what everybody goes. <laughs> exactly. So, so, you know, we've been going as early as, you know, 830. You know, nobody wants to get up that early. Right. But but if you want to go or right. uh, or or leave Christmas night, um, yeah, um, I've done yeah, that after. one too. I, that's no fun for the pilot, but and his family, her family, but um, yeah. it, it, that I've had to do that as well. But it's not so much our U.S. system; it's uh, it, it's these islands. You know, a lot of these they're they're using antiquated equipment. You know, like yeah. the Bahamas, they still got radar screens and and probably the actual radio they're talking on. And they're from their 1960s technology. They don't. <laughs> They don't have the same type of equipment we have here in the U.S., so uh, you gotta you gotta flow control that stuff a little bit. You can't have everybody get there at the same time; it'll be chaos. It's already chaos, that, but it's going to be that's what a they disaster. Did. That's what they did in 1960. They just let everybody take off and then go down there and hold <laughs> thirty airplanes holding. Like, well, this isn't the safest thing. Maybe we should control when they take off. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. One more quick thing on this hotel thing I mentioned. So. Uh, that I got started in Marriott. This is a great hack for any of you that are about to be in the same position Mike and I are in right now doing all these hotel things. And and the airline, I should also mention airline guys, it's hit or miss um, on the hotel points. If you're 121 airline world, uh, sometimes you can get points. It just depends on the airline and the deal they've worked out with that hotel, you know, because- you crew rate though if you're traveling personally can't you yeah yeah that does exist um and you could actually hack your marriott app and do that right now even if you're not an airline <laughs> you just put in the code but you, channel, you wouldn't necessarily know the code and i don't think it'd be right for me to uh say it on uh youtube worldwide but marriott will probably change it but um yeah there is a code you can enter and get a great rate if you're uh they call it Airline travel and leisure code. Mm -hmm. But yeah. anyway, uh, when I was at the airlines, there were some hotels I could get points at. And then there were other hotels that it was forbidden because the airline had already negotiated a fantastic rate that they're paying because they got guys and girls there 
every night, you know, that flight every night. So they negotiate some crazy they pay load. way less. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. The pennies on the dollar. Well, like 50 it, bucks. Right. For it's a, probably less. Than, yeah. It's probably yeah, less yeah. than that. Cause it's, you know, right. you got however many flight attendants room, everybody gets their own room. So each flight attendant has a room, each pilot has a room and, and that every night, seven days a week, 365 days a year. So they're paying nothing for these rooms and they're not going to hand out points to these people that are there. Right. Right, Cause that cuts into their bottom line. Um, but uh, what I was going to say is I was always Marriott and I just recently switched to Hilton. Um, and I thought, and I don't stay at a lot of Hilton's enough to have any kind of status. I think I was a gold. It goes silver, gold, diamond, diamond, which is their <laughs> highest. So, I, and I was always a gold for years. I stayed enough to maintain gold, but diamonds where the real good stuff comes in. <laughs> So I called the uh, the 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 Hilton, and they have a special phone number just for the rewards department. And I I talked yeah. to them and I told them, hey, I'm a lifetime platinum or titanium at Marriott, whatever you want to call it, titanium platinum. Do you guys have any? I'm really liking your hotels. Is there any type of program you have to where maybe uh, you know you could match my status? And she transferred me over to somebody else. And that person transferred me over to somebody else. And I kept telling the same story of, look, I'm, I'm starting to, I want to back away from Marriott. I'm liking your stuff. I want to stay at, and I really do these Hilton garden ends. They have Keurigs in every room. Um, I love you're the- all about to cap me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I am. And there's an espresso right back. <laughs> but, um, uh, it, it, they have, uh, you know, the Hilton gardens, they got a guy down there making omelets and all these properties. Yeah. And this isn't like a fancy downtown property. These Hilton gardens are in, you know, they're uh, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. They're everywhere. Um, the, the mobile check-in stuff with Hilton works way better in Marriott. I truly am liking them better than Marriott now, but anyway, they matched my status. So I immediately became a diamond member after a oh, phone wow. call with Hilton. Wow. So that is a great hack for all of you out there. I wouldn't recommend, you know, I'd still recommend sticking with one brand, airlines, hotels, and dig into that brand. And once you get that status, that's where the magic starts happening. Uh, but it's, yeah. it's not just hotels and airlines. You know, there's also rental cars. I do the same right. thing with the rental car companies. And Hertz. Uh, yeah, so you're a Hertz guy. I'm an enterprise guy. I think mm-hmm. it's every five or seven rentals, I get a free a free rental car day. And on the free rental car day, it doesn't matter what class of car, you know, they have you know, economy, midsize, full size, uh, premium, oh, wow. premium, which is convertibles or whatever. When you use your free days at enterprise, uh, call it the Emerald club, which it's enterprise or national they're in cahoots together. Um, you can get any car you want. So I just went down to Sarasota a few weeks ago for my mother's birthday. I was down there for 28 hours and I used one of my free days and I got a convertible. Uh, Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually a really, it was one of the premium cars. It was a Audi, uh, an Audi convertible. And uh, I mean, I didn't even want to go to the beach. I just wanted to go rip that car up. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah. It was uh, anyway. So there's another benefit. It's, you know, it falls yeah. into the rental cars too. 
I guess that could go on a test drive thing. Literally, like we were talking about, you test drive these vacations. Yeah, I, I, you, you bring that. I had an uh, Audi A3 yesterday, uh, and I was like, man, this thing's sweet. But you do get to drive a ton of different vehicles, too, uh, sure. to know what you want to buy. You know? Right. <laughs> By and large, anymore today, with the presence of Uber and Lyft being everywhere, I mean, if I, unless I'm somewhere for uh, – it it get, it's getting harder and harder to justify getting a car in most situations. I just take a- oh yeah, the Uber, especially in these big cities, man. I think what do you? It's probably sixty bucks to park at this hotel or something. Yeah, I mean you, exactly. you're not going to mess with a car. There's no way. I'm know? glad we just Plus, you just carry a scooter with you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm glad we just mentioned the Lyft and Uber thing because the points even fall into there. Lyft now does. Um, they're linked up with Delta. If you're getting a ride to or from. Any airport, they give you miles. Uh, I can't remember if it's for the dollar amount you spend or it's actually the miles the car traveled, but you get Sky Miles through Lyft. And uh, Hilton is joined up with Uber and you get Hilton hotel points for every dollar you spend on uh, on Uber. So it's even going into wow. those things. So uh, yeah, some neat stuff. It is neat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lyft is doing all the bikes here in uh, Chicago. Uh, so the bike, the electric bikes, scooters, and regular bikes all can be booked off your Lyft app. So yeah. if you put in your Lyft app right now that you want to go to Wrigley Field, it'll have a car, how much that costs. It'll have a bike. It'll show you where that is. It'll have an electric bike and a scooter, and you can weigh out the costs and see. Sure. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also a couple other a couple other quick things here with the Benny's. The bennies of being a pilot, and this this one kind of applies to not just air, definitely to airlines, but some of the corporate stuff. It it depends on how much I know I can do it. I, I usually don't care, but if you have an airport badge, anytime you're in the airport, if you have one of those yeah. badges, you can get discounted if you need to grab a burger or something. Uh, you get a discounted rate on anything in the airport, especially the food. Because uh, it's all overpriced anyway. Basically, it brings yes. your the price of your cheeseburger down to what it should be instead of airport cost cheeseburger. Yeah, um, right. But yeah, you tell them your air crew, and they give you the employee discount, basically. Yeah. Now, and if you're airline pilots, all have this. But if you're a uh, corporate pilot and you're on an FAR 135 certificate, in other words, you're doing charter, you'll yep. receive what's called a known crew member access badge. Yep. And that is. Really nice. So that allows you, just like an airline pilot, to bypass security. Yeah. Um, now you could you could sometimes get randomly screened, but they bring you right to the front of the line, and it is just it's right. really uh, it's really good. I mean, you could show up literally forty five minutes before your flight and just waltz through security and go right to your right. gate. Yep. So yeah, no, uh, lots of lots of benefits there. I mean, so we got you covered. You got. Uh, possibility of bringing your family on trips. If you go with your family separately, your hotel's paid, your your rental car's paid, and probably your airline ticket's based on uh, miles. If you're an airline pilot, then you can non-rev uh, uh, and, and, and go. So if you like to travel, and to, to top it all off, all of these jobs have lots of off time. So you, it, you, you have exact. yeah, you have more vacation time than a person with a normal job. And you know where to go on vacation now. So it really, if you like to travel, um, it, this is just an incredible career path, really. Absolutely. Absolutely. You could you could actually make yourself sick and tired of traveling. <laughs> oh, for sure. 
I don't need another vacation. Hang on. I want to get some stuff done around the house. We've already been on four (laughs) vacations this year and it's March. I need to get some stuff done. (laughs) You sound like my kids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Guys, thank you again for joining us. Uh, You know, if you're paying attention to us, we're doing these things weekly now and we've been keeping up with it. Knock on some wood. Uh, We keep that going and things don't, fall apart with everybody getting busy but weekly podcast if you guys like what we see it what you're seeing like subscribe and if you have a question for us um we're going to do some more question episodes and some more interview episodes but if you have a question you'd like us to answer here on the podcast you can email us at podcast at propilotplaybook.com yep thanks for watching <laughs>